Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Hi, and welcome to what's going to be episode 290 of the Future Bachelor podcast. I'm Veronica, just me tonight doing it tipsy talk style, um, as we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, hopefully for the finale in a couple of weeks. Fingers crossed we'll be able to be back together, Veronica and Cy. Um, But we're starting off strong. Uh, I'm hopping into Golden Bachelor. For those of you who are, you know, tipsy talk watchers, you know that it's a bit late to the actual live broadcast, but I have YouTube TV. I'll be fast forwarding through those commercials. Um, And uh, we started off strong with the cold open like they've been doing for the Golden Bachelor where it just jumps us right into a scene. And the scene they jumped us into was... Gary being all like, you know, this is the time to ask those difficult questions. Like, this is the time. And Leslie said, okay, when's the last time you had sex? And he, like, nearly spits out his drink. And he's like, and she said, you said difficult questions. So here we go. And so they've moved out of the mansion and they're in Costa Rica. Gary and Jesse are here in Costa Rica. And Jesse's asking him, like, you know, what's, what does, uh, what does fantasy sweets mean to you? And he's being all like, you know, we, have you thought about your parents walking down the steps with the extra spring in their step? And Jesse's like, shush, I don't need to be thinking about my parents fucking. But that is what we're talking about here. But, you know, he's like, intimacy is important in all different ways. And having that time is important. And it is. Alright, Gary's saying that he knows that he is also in love with Teresa, which we as viewers have not been privy to, um, but he's like, I want it to be the right moment. He's been like, I think I've held back with her in that sense because I wanted it to be the right moment because I think he feels so secure in everything with her that he wants it to feel special. Alright, Leslie's up first here in Costa Rica for our fantasy suite dates. They're definitely going to do something with the waterfalls. They're going to do some exploring, you know. Uh, Gary said that, you know, if the time is right, he's ready to bang. And I feel like Leslie's ready to bang. See, she does the jumpy hug. Wow, that is like OG style. I don't know how I feel about the jumpy hug is so overdone. I'm so over it. Thanks. Oh my god, this place. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh my god. I look at them, they look so sporty together. To see the best stuff? Yeah. Sometimes it's she is like about nine years or ten years younger than him, I think. Maybe rappel down a 180-foot cliff to get to a waterfall. Which, you know. Well, alright, it was only 170 feet. Do you feel better about that? She's Is she afraid of heights? Really? Yeah, don't you think? Leslie is freaking out about repelling i mean it's definitely high i think it's scary but she is like she was like i was expecting zip lining what that same vibe i don't know how this is more scary than zip lining but i mean i guess i'd probably be freaking out a little bit too but i don't know i think i'd be more freaked out climbing up this than repelling down No, I mean, yeah, that part, the slipping off of stuff. Can't be knocking these knees before they can knock boots, you know what I'm saying? Really 
Yeah, because she's like, I gotta save this bod for later. Oh, little smooch. Okay, Gary's like, oh, they're both. He's like, we're both got the rose. We're we're in lovey dovey land, and he's like, I'm, but I gotta make a decision. I don't. I feel like it's crazy that he's really like getting engaged and getting married. Like, I don't really know. Like, how necessary is that for them at this stage? Like, is that super necessary? I mean, if that's what they want to do, I suppose. Oh, here we go. This is the moment that I talked about at the beginning of the show. So, when's the last time you had sex, is what she asks. And nearly spits out his drink. I want to hear, I want to hear his answer, though. Ooh. By myself, I'm dead. Ooh. She's like, all right, so they're talking about the thing that I've been questioning the whole time. It's like, how are they going to make this work? Because they are established grown adults with grown children and grandkids and things that they need to be close to and like whatever. And she's in Minneapolis and she just said, you know, I don't want to leave Minneapolis full time, but I do want to, you know, be with you. So maybe we could be by, she's like, instead of by coastal, we're by Midwestern because he's in Indiana, not in Indianapolis, but in Indiana. So, unlike Teresa, Leslie has been divorced. So, she hasn't, like, lost someone, like, till death do us part. She's, like, she just hasn't found her match. And so, she's, like, I want to find that in you. I feel like you're that person for me. And she's getting really emotional because she's, like, I want, that's all I've wanted. It's been Groundhog Day every year on my birthday when I haven't, I've been alone. I haven't had anybody, which, like, I mean, she has a very full life. She has her, like, you know, her kids and everything like that, but it sounds like she's not very, like, you know, not involved otherwise. Oh! Gary, you can't be saying then we will. And then still have a date with another chickadee. Oh, see, so she's a self-sabotager because of, like, she's been hurt so many times. I feel like we've heard this advice five times over now. He's like, you can, you gotta find the person you can't live without. And not the person you can live with. Like, he's acting like Trista made that advice up. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen that in multiple Instagram posts. It's, I don't think it's a Trista Sutter original. But, like, it's great advice. I agree with it. I have to have you. Ooh, God. Gary. Man, how is he gonna do? Is he gonna use the same line on Teresa? Because he still hasn't even told Teresa that he loves her. But he's he's been thrown out with Leslie. How much he loves her, loves spending time with her. Plus, I mean, being by Midwestern feels like it would make more sense. Oh damn, it's getting steamy quick. Um, would make more sense than she's out in Jersey. All right, so they just did the whole like turn off the lights, see it from the outside window scene, but. What they added was something that made it more realistic, more real, because it was, um, you see the view of like the outside of this beautiful resort that they're staying at. And they're like, oh my God, it's hot in here. And he's, and, uh, and Leslie's like, yeah. 
And Gary's like, let me go check the thermostat. He's like, oh my God, it's set at 80. And she's like, ugh. And he's like, what do you like, 70? And she said, 69. And then they're laughing because it's a 69 joke because even 60 to 72 year olds make jokes the caliber of a middle school boy. And I love that. Okay, she did a jumpy hug. I missed it. But like, she's tiny. She's literally like the size of my pinky. It looks like they're not going to do something as intensive as him and Leslie did. But what are they going to do? Oh, they're going to ride horses. I feel like wearing shorts to ride a horse is not the vibe. Like your legs, like you want to wear pants. I remember when I was a Girl Scout, they always said, wear pants when you ride a horse. So wearing shorts uh, feels like not the vibe. And if you're a long-time listener to the podcast and a long-time watcher of the Tiffy Ducks, you know the fashion on these shows is a big topic for me. So, uh, something I've been thinking about. Okay, and they gave they gave Gary sleeves, long sleeves, but shorts. Like, I don't know. Like, I would have given him pants, once again, and, like, a, a T-shirt. a but, Like, a little button-up T-shirt. This feels like weird karma because, like, Gary's discussing with Teresa how he's like, ah. Oh, I've had other dates, like, I had great, you know, with other women, like, whatever. And she's, like, this feels like weird karma for her, like, telling everybody earlier on in the season about her first date 50 bajillion times and talking about it when they don't want to hear it. And now she's like, uh, don't, don't envy your position, my dog. Damn, they're showing us the preview of, uh, Joey's season. He's looking hot. Holy Happy birthday to me. That comes out right around my birthday. January 22nd, bachelor season. Okay, but Gary was just talking about how he's like, you know, I'm sitting there wanting to give Teresa the best experience. And I'm like, you know, she's an ideal woman for me. But at the same time, I'm thinking about Leslie. How am I going to do this? So Garrister is struggling because he's like, I haven't been compartmentalizing. I want to give her a chance. feel like I haven't. And he's like, but he's also saying that he's like, what if this is where our relationship is? This is the end of the line. Like, I want I feel like we have all these things in common. But is this the end? And that's like the vibe I've been getting from like the past couple of weeks with his reactions, to anything that she said. So I'm like, maybe this is the end of the line, Teresa. But I feel like this is also how they trick us every time. And from the preview that I just saw from the commercials, He's going to say that he loves her because he says that he knows he feels that way. But then if he's like feeling these weird sort of like, is this the end of the line with our relationship? Then why is he going to say that? Like, is this all like a weird, is Teresa truly a dark horse and he ends up with Teresa because they're so much alike? Which I feel like would be annoying to me. I don't know. All right. Teresa just walked us through how she became a day trader and then like got really high up in what she does. And she pretty much is all like, if you give me a reason to stop working, I will. But otherwise, I'm going to work till the day I die and I'm going to be making a shit ton of money for us. So, you know, good for us. Uh, which I'm guessing how much money does Gary make? What does he do? Is he fully retired or like how did he you know, how did he get that dream house? How does he live in that life? She's a boss though. I respect Teresa. I just don't know. I'm dying because even their fantasy suite day card mentioned their first fucking date, which was the first one-on-one date. 
And also, I think it's so funny that they give him this, like, stupid, ridiculous key. Like, let's be real. That key is not opening anything. Like, just, I, we we get it's symbolism. It's symbolism. But it's, honestly, it's tired at this point because, like, the key does nothing. Like, just, like, show, like, the actual room key. That would mean more to me. Like, people know that that's, like, kind of a sexy thing. Wow, Teresa said, let's bounce. He still hasn't said that he loves her yet. So is the time going to be once they're in the room? All right, damn. They just said that, you know, she he saw a side of her that he didn't know, didn't know existed. And then he's saying how everything she said was a revelation. But I, I think she is a dark horse. I think Teresa could take it all and they're talking about i think he was really worried about you know their relationship stagnating but it's not and now she's all like i think he's my husband which i i like i guess if you've been with somebody for so long and then you you're a widow like i could see how that's i guess what you want right and now he's saying that he has no doubts anymore. So this is where we're going to get him probably getting upset and stomping away. Because how is he going to decide? Okay, Teresa walked out wearing like some little tiny booty shorts with her long sleeve top. I guess she gets hot on the bottom, cold on the top when it comes to sleeping. And now we've got Gary freaking out. Being all like, I told both of them that I love them. Because he told Teresa finally. He's saying I could see a life with both of them. You know, Leslie, exciting, adventurous, looking out for each other. And Teresa and him have a bond of understanding, shared trauma, if you will, from both being widowed. And now he's like, I hate breaking people's heart. He's cried at every rose ceremony, every single one. So how is he going to choose and like... Where's Neil Lane? Is he going to pop up and give him rings? I... He said he's made his decision. Woofta. All right, and we're going right into Bachelor in Paradise. We're recapping how Olivia has had two men stolen from under her, but now Michael's here with a day card, and things are looking up for our girl. Look at how cute they would be together. Honestly, best match for her thus far. Literally the whole fucking beach is cheering that Michael took her, is taking Olivia on the date. They're like, give our girl a shot. She is a queen. I would say Olivia's like the realest one on this beach thus far. Like she is, you know, cool. She has put up with a lot of she has she has given people the benefit of the doubt and oh my god she literally just was acting like this could be my love of my life and then she had to be reminded what his name was and it's michael and it's so funny because now she's saying that it's because the waves are loud and i will say the sound mixing on the show is crazy to me like they don't like you can barely hear this is cute they're dancing they're vibing they're just like, they're shimmying. Look at the hip movement. They're feeling sensual on this little data rooney. 
I feel like they both have similar swag levels, you know? I think they they are the right vibe for each other. Meanwhile, back on the beach. Oh my god. Cat is now like all over John Henry and John Henry's like, yeah. And like they're all like, I definitely see something outside. John Henry's a sad little puppy. I think he really has never been with a girl like Cat, and I think he's just like, I gotta do it. Father of our children? Good lord. Pretty much said, you're off the roster. Honestly, I love Michael and Olivia together. I feel like they're just really genuine and cute together. And, you know, I think she just has such a good perspective. She's just saying, like, you know, I haven't let my chin fall so that my crown falls. Like, I'm trying to keep that crown up. Like, I'm trying to be me. And she's like, you know, it's brought me something great like you. Like, I feel like we're having a great time. And he, like, is very real about the fact that he came late. And, like, he's like, you know, but I don't think that is holding us back from at least, like, figuring stuff out and seeing how things could be. Okay. John Henry saying that he likes heavy metal and that he's been in the mosh pit feels I can relate. My boyfriend, who is a sweet D&D playing nerd, is the biggest fan of metal. Like, literally, we went to a kind of more rocky metal, poppy metal, not pop, but like a little bit more fun, a little bit more light metalish show the other night. And he gave me his glasses so he could go into the mosh pit. Like, that's the level. And it's just so funny because John Henry, you look at him and he's like a cutie little, cutie little puppy dog. Like, I'm a deep sea diver. I weld. And he'd be out there. He'd be out there rocking. All right, so we're getting two dudes coming down. We have Jordan from Rachel and uh, Gabby's season. He went on that first one-on-one date. I remember when he went home. And then uh, I don't even remember the dude who's from charity season and he hasn't said much and he literally he literally is there for one night who is who are you dude say your name again i truly don't know who you are taylor that's his name yeah, literally don't know him. Say a word. Say something. I think they would be... I think they look so cute together. Like... Yeah, he's adorable. Look at him. I mean, Taylor, no name Taylor, pretty much. No face Taylor. Didn't stand a chance. We all knew that Jordan was going to get this date card and he was going to take... Rachel, because Tanner was just talking about how, you know, he didn't get to really explore more with Rachel. And now he's going to regret not being able to spend more time with her. Like, this is the drama. Like, bringing out no-name Taylor, who uh, doesn't know any of these hoes, and none of these hoes know him, and is going after a girl that kind of has a thing already going, isn't the move. All right, they're going to do yoga, but is it going to be, like, tantric yoga? Or is it going to turn into, like, naked yoga? I think it's going to be tantric yoga. Yeah, here we go. 
she already knows she already knows and look they're being like look we're showing multiple different types of couples not all hetero couples got some gays This is hilarious because, like, this is like such, it's like always this kind of vibe where it's like, well, we've maybe known each other for however long and we went on one date. Aww. Okay, this is cute. He's like, you seem so much happier. Like, I really think Rachel struggled on her season of Bachelorette. Like, I think she was unhappy in a lot of it i think it was just hard i think it was good that her and gabby had each other but i feel like she's really been given the second chance on paradise and it's been working for her i mean she was so tentative to begin with but like her and jordan make sense to me and tanner's back at the beach just being like uh oh pulling on the hair that was sexy rachel all right girl go for it i like her little bikini and they've been making the race car jokes. The most real thing right now is that Tanner's like, all my friends are married back home. He's like, what about you, Blake? Blake's like, yeah, married, have kids. Because, like, Tanner's 30. Blake's 33. Some of these folks on the beach are, like, 24. So, like, you know... The, they're both in the boat of being like all my friends are married they're asking when's I'm next like I have you know the full wall of save the dates and I think you know Tanner's like like now I have to talk to Rachel figure out where she's at and now she's talking to him being like where was your head at because I had no idea I went on this date not knowing because uh, you did not make it apparent See, okay, there's now miscommunications happening because Tanner's all like, I feel like she's got this wall up. And Rachel's like, I feel like I don't know what's going on with Tanner. But, like, that's kind of what he was trying to get. I feel like they don't know what they're talking about. She thought it was a friendship road, and he's all like, I think you're awesome. Slurps wide. You gotta figure out, like, you gotta, you're either staying on the beach with somebody or you're leaving. You're going home. Yeah, it, she's not taking the initiative. She needs to, I love that she's, like, using Tyler as, like, her little, like, shoulder lean on. Because, like, they had such a great connection on her season. I love that they're able to, like, be friends now. I feel like Tanner and Rachel actually could work out well, too, because... They both have been cautious and they both haven't like really tried anything fully. Like they both have just been like, oh, maybe I'll give this a chance. Maybe I won't. Like he, you know, tried to give Kat a chance and then she ditches it. And she he tried to give Davia a chance and then like whatever. Like he. She's like just so afraid of being hurt again because of how badly her season went and all of that and 
she's, uh, you know, been so afraid of all of it. And Tanner's like, I also was trying to figure out, like, how's the right way to move around the situation? All right, so Aaron set up a cute little date for him and Eliza so they could talk about, you know, where do they see things after after this, especially, you know, they survived the charity stuff, they survived all of that, and they've gotten closer through it all. And it was funny because they just before this, they were playing, like, Bachelor Paradise-themed uh, charades and... Uh, just did an impression of Kat and they all got it immediately. Oh my god, he's asking her to be his girlfriend, officially. Girls love this shit. Um, we want, we love, uh, we love the certainty. We love to know that that's like, you know, we're in it to win it. I mean, men like that too. We all love certainty. We love to be understood. We love to know what exactly is going on. All right, so they're truth boxing stuff about Peter shaving his legs, stuff about Cat and John Henry going the distance. Damn, Tyler just got his ear pierced, and the truth box said that he's not that into Mercedes, so he needs to come clean. But like, is that true? just Mercedes is like uh Tyler's like ah like what is he gonna say about that I mean are we finally gonna talk about how him and Jess kissed or is that just are we just dropping that I mean he's been vibing he's been broing out he's been hanging out with his ex-girlfriend Rachel he's been kissing Jess like what are we going to talk about that I do forget that, like, Tyler and Brittany, Brittany, I think it was, had that whole thing where they met on Paradise, they vibed, they were, like, really good, and they stayed, and then she pretty much iced him out, and he is talking with Mercedes now, being like, yeah, I think I do have some more walls up, because she's like, I feel like we're coasting, and I think that might be holding him back. I feel bad for Mercedes, because I think she's been, like really thinking that things would go the distance with Tyler and I think he just isn't being real with how you know I don't think he's ready to make the sacrifices that need to be made for her to feel what she wants and I think she wants you know she's talking about how she wanted to be pursued she wants to be like whatever and I think he was making her feel special for a period of time but I think now he is just they're just coasting and he doesn't want to do distance which is a main thing that happens after after this and she is like already thinking about next steps i think she's been thinking about the potential of tyler less than the reality and i think the reality has set in now this is cute cat just is leading them through a little like beach yoga and they have to do the black box on her booty because she's wearing like little thong the thing is like everybody's bikinis these days are cheeky Yeah, Taylor, nobody knows who the f*** you are. I do not remember you from Charity Season, Sam, I am. I, who would Taylor take if it's his? Would it's Aven. 
Ooh, double date with whom? Interesting. So, Avon's obviously taking Kylie, and Peter's been with Sam. And so now they get to finally go on, like, a real date. I mean, like, I feel like this is mostly for... Okay, like, Kylie's like, I want to shake some... And, like, Sam is out here making out and shaking on Peter. They're having a great time. And Avon's, like, so shy. When you look that fine, you can't be that shy. You can't be that shy. You gotta, like, dance. Kylie's like, come on. Blind kisses. I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh yeah, that fake kiss. That's not like feeling the abs. Like she's feeling for the hip bones. She knows the hip bones. Oh my God, kiss your man. So uh, Peter and Sam just pretty much decided that they're going to be, you know, they're in it to win it with each other. They're trying to be here together for the, each other. Um, I I don't know. Weird dark dark horse couple, random couple. Uh, and you know, Avon definitely stepped outside of his comfort zone to twerk a bit. And they're, I mean, they're an ideal couple. Kylie and Avon have been in it to win it from the beginning. Oh, he just said that he's, so Avon just said that he's falling for Kylie. Which I feel like, we've talked about how this, and she just said it back. This show, like, does this whole thing where it's like, I'm falling in love with you, I'm falling for you. And then you change that the next step up is, I love you. So it's a, it's an interesting. So this is how we're gonna then know that Katie's about to come down because it's like, look at this, we're so in love. Justin Blake are like, I've never felt more wanted or seen. We're getting more vulnerable. We're so close. We're kissing, and oh, they're getting smooches in. They're gonna draw a heart in the sand. They're getting a good, you know. Some cheers from their pals. They're saying how they only think about each other. Cue Katie Thurston. Oh, I willed that into existence. I'm like in tune with the producers. Nothing scarier. Like, and she's coming straight from... Boy Island to here, I'm guessing. Okay, so they're kind of just uh, glazing over the fact that she dated Katie Thurston, that she dated John, I believe his name was John Hershey, Hersey, from her season for eight months or something like that. And uh, then, you know, and that was like she bounced to him not long after their engagement ended. And now, in like, when did, what's the filming of Boy Island? And is she here? Is she here to actually, like, date? What's the deal? And Blake is freaking out. 
And Jess is freaking out because she's like, really? I just got over. Like, we're just finally in a good spot. I, okay, so everyone's freaking out. Blake's freaking out. She's pulling Blake first. I was reading a different um, Bachelor Nation kind of uh, account, Bachelor account, Bachelor Rabbit Hole posted something saying, how come they only do this with past Bachelorettes to stir up this drama? Why not one of the best past Bachelor leads? That is a good question. Why do they put this on like the women to always stir up the drama? Okay, Katie Thurston sent him a bunch of voice memos after they broke up, I'm guessing. And they haven't talked or seen each other in person in two years since they broke things off. They were engaged. Oh my God. He remembers each voice note clearly. So, this is when she was already, had already moved on and was with John. And so she's all like, you know, I'm not going to talk to you since that because I that was kind of a step that I shouldn't have done. Okay, this is actually getting pretty real between Katie and Blake. And he's like, he's like, I can't think about, I can't think about us anymore because it's too real in it. I can't, I think about how crushed I was. I think about how it all ended. And because Katie pretty much is like, you know, I didn't know how I feel, but being around you, I feel like the warmth and the familiarity and the comfort. And he's like, I don't think I could feel that way. I was too burnt. And she's like, I know I handled it poorly. And now he's like, you're throwing me for a loop, which like Jess is freaking out. And he and um, Katie even asked, like, so she's younger. I'm like, yikes, because I think Katie's like early 30s, 31, 32. So like they're like the same age. Jess is freaking out because like they finally she felt like her and Blake finally got to a good spot and she really wants to be in love and she feels like her whole experience at paradise has been trying to make other people happy and now she's like i just i want to go home if like if this isn't if he doesn't want to be with me and if he doesn't want a relationship with me then i don't, I don't know if i can handle it at all Into a roast palapa. I was like, I knew she wasn't here today the second she started doing bits. Because remember, she's like a comedy girly now. So they pretty much just brought her on here to fuck with everybody's heads. Honestly, so rude. Shit, that's right. But her boobs weren't fake. She actually got a reduction. I feel like Olivia's gonna kill this rose. She said she's coming for everybody. All right, Jordan, hot off the gate, newest guy here. Maybe you can explain a little better. You guys, I am so 
I'm dead. I'm dead. They're making fun of little Rachel. Because they both run her series on her show. They're coming for cats. They said that she's been full of shit this whole time, unlike Sam, and that she's a homie hopper and a red flag. Damn, she's like what, twenty seven? Other people are freaking out. Look at her pouting. How do she taste? <laughs> Cat. Rachel's losing it. Rachel's such a Pisces. She is like so sensitive. Oh, yeah. Damn. They, they said they wished for Gabby, but they got Rachel instead. That's so rude. Tanner was like saying that he was into her and that's like how he's going to roast her. Ugh, I think that was a bad move for Tanner to do. I think that was a bad move. I don't know. I think, you know, and they made a lot of jokes about Jess's age comparison to Blake and her being a baby. And, like, what does Kat's deal with everybody needing to kiss with tongue? Like, she's not the one kissing Jess. Like, Jess can kiss with or without tongue if she wants. What does it matter to you, Kat? All right, so this roast just left the beach in shambles. We have Mercedes feeling upset because people are making jokes about the fact that, um, you know, Tyler's more serious about piercing his ear than he is about their relationship. And she feels like she hasn't gotten much out of him since their conversation. Um, we've got, you know, people making fun of Rachel and she's sensitivo. But the thing is, I think what really pushed her over the edge was that it was Tanner who made the joke saying that, you know, we wished it were Gabby. And we got Rachel after they decided they were going to make a try. Not a good move. And then we've got, you know, catting people out and saying, you say sorry, say sorry. So, I don't know. I don't know. People are tense. Okay, so pretty much it's the morning after this roast. And Brayden's all like, the girls got mad. The boys seem to be like chill and they're all like, I might have. And the girls have roses, and so they're like, we might have, this might have not been the right move. This might have been wrong for us to maybe go as hard as we did. Um, and they might be paying for it. I mean, is Rachel going to be able to give her rose out? Are people just going to go home, you know? Hey, we're ending on a cliffhanger. We don't get to see the rose ceremony. We see the end of... The end of the seat the show shows uh um Jess and Blake going to go talk and Blake's pretty much leading into the conversation saying that they've spent so much time together and he doesn't he thinks that they should be farther along and they're not there and the preview for two weeks because they just said they're like next week is Thanksgiving in two weeks is the finale and uh it looks like some of these girls are gonna come out swinging. 
They're gonna be trying to make decisions. It looks like Rachel might just leave. It looks like um it looks like Mercedes might leave. It looks like people are people are making choices based on how, you know how these men reacted in different situations about making fun of maybe their relationship. So that's a wrap from as I was saying, that's a wrap from me for this episode two 90 of future bachelor podcast also as in this uh you know in this tipsy talks format except i'm not tipsy all i had was some kombucha um which technically is fermented but not enough it's like nothing like that um but uh big news out of bachelor nation this week as we saw teddy got married it looks like um and uh janina and um Blake are expecting a baby. Crazy. And actually, Bachelor in Paradise Season 7, Mari and Kenny um, got married. So, Season 7 is has a lot of the winners right now. We'll see if Season 9 holds up after in two weeks. So, can't wait for the finales. Adios. Adios.